eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For Inside Carolina, I'm Taylor Vipolis, and this is Up in the Rafters, a podcast hosted by myself and 2017 ACC Player of the Year National Champion, Justin Jackson. We're back, and we've brought on big guests for a fun one today, drafting super conferences. Before we get into that and introduce them to set the scene a bit, Justin, the talk of college sports this summer has been realignment with USC and UCLA making the move to the Big Ten and the chaos that that'll cause with other teams now looking to make moves, not wanting to get left behind. As someone who has competed in the ACC and contributed to the history that has kind of made the conference winning both the regular season, postseason titles, the, the the individual awards. How do you feel when you see all this realignment talk with the potential of the ACC no longer existing, kind of as we know it? Um, for all those listening, sorry about my voice. I'm a little under the weather. But, um, you know, I think it's interesting. I think there's, there's so much history that goes into the ACC. Um, and even some of these other bigger conferences, they're kind of, you know, changing and re- evolving, I guess I would say. Um, I kind of hate to see it, but at the same time, I think it's going to be interesting to see the different styles of plays and things like that that now go into conference play. You know, like ACC, when I was there, it was basically like you played the same teams twice, right? And you knew, you know, Georgia Tech played a certain way. You knew Duke played a certain way. Now it's like, okay, USC's coming into, you know, the big, it's kind of how do they play? Now you have to figure out how they play and things like that. But I think it's, from a fan perspective, it's not as as crazy, I would say. Um, I think it's just, never, you know, nowadays all we talk about is money, you know, and whichever <laughs> conference is paying the most money. And, um, you know, that's kind of, I feel like that's what you're going to start seeing more of. So. You know, I think it's going to be interesting once, you know, the sports start, once basketball starts, once football starts. Um, so we'll see how it goes. That brings us to our guests joining us today. A couple of Tar Heels, it's Tate Frazier and Charlie Hume, a couple of guys with some inside Carolina history and helping get inside Carolina to where inside Carolina is today. Tate, you grew up in North Carolina. You grew up on ACC basketball. But I think the idea of moving to a conference like the SEC can get a bit enticing, especially when you're looking at college football and some of the matchups that that could bring. 
where do you kind of stand with the conference realignment when it comes to Carolina specifically? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's fun to be Carolina because we're the bell of the ball. Um, you know what I mean? Everybody wants Carolina. The Big Ten wants Carolina. Uh, the SEC wants Carolina. We we are kind of just getting, you know, we're getting recruited. We're the five-star recruit that everybody wants. We're Gigi Jackson, you know what I mean? Everyone, or we're Justin Jackson for that matter. Everybody <laughs> wants us. Um, and that's fun. I, I think it's fun to be in that situation. But in, in a real sense, it's sad because the ACC means so much to all of us. Um, it is Carolina, the ACC. They're kind of intertwined so it seems very strange but if the if the future is super conferences if the future is two super conferences um i think i would rather play teams that i kind of already hate than teams that i really don't have any feelings for so when you talk about the sec i hate south carolina i hate tennessee i hate kentucky uh you know what i mean like it, it already feels right so i think that helps with building a new conference so that's why i uh, you know, have more uh, of an inkling towards the SEC, I would say. Charlie, what about you? Because I saw you post heartbreak too many times this past college football season at the opener in Blacksburg against Virginia Tech. And then, of course, after uh, the Georgia Tech game in Atlanta, would you be in favor of swapping some of those games out for, you know, trips to Oxford, Knoxville, you know, even even in Austin, Texas? Yes, sign me up for more of that. You know, I, I, it, we might as well just if we're if we're going to become a football school, going to the SEC. That's that's the way to do it. If if you would like to do it that way, um, I think you know I think there's you could you could approach this rationally. You know, I think you know Bubba and others are looking at this from a academic standards sort of perspective, and do we fit better than the Big Ten? I, I don't I don't want to do the rational thing. All right, I want to do the Homer fan thing. You just named. A number of places that I'd love to go on a road trip. Tate talked about schools in the SEC that he already hates. He wants to play those. How about how nice it would be to just wave farewell to Duke after we we, we <laughs> killed their icon coach twice. We, we, we buried him. We dug him up. We reburied him again. And, hey, have fun just being a basketball school in whatever version of the Big East you guys can find yourself in. And, oh, by the way, NC State, I, I hope you enjoy the, the road trips to, to play the Ohio State and, and uh, mingle with all those <laughs> Michigan men uh, when you're a member of the Big Ten. I, sign me up for all things SEC. That's going to be the more fun route. And, you know, I think that there are enough basketball rivalries that we could make work there. And, of course, we're still going to play Duke every year that the football the football piece of it it's very tantalizing i get very excited about that that part of it justin you had mentioned the the styles of play and losing some of the teams that you're kind of familiar with the matchups when i think of it from a football perspective i think of it like i would have loved to get rid of georgia tech when they were running the the option and the practices that that kind of led up to how much if you were still playing for this North Carolina team, would you be looking to get rid of that Virginia game from the schedule and knowing that, that wear you down kind of style that Tony Bennett loves to play in Charlottesville? Yeah. I mean, there was a, there's always a few teams, Virginia, even like Boston college having to go all the way out there. Um, you know, there's definitely some teams I would rather play other ones. Um, but I think that's, what's going to be so interesting is uh <clears throat> It's just so many different styles of basketball now, you know, like ACC had its style, you know, it was like running gun, get up and down the floor, not as physical. Right. Then you have like the big East, which was known as like, those were like the bangers. Like you would probably have 5,000 one half in the big East. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, then you had SEC teams who were kind of like a mixture of all of it. 
So I think that's what's going to be so fun to watch is just seeing guys and teams like adapt to that different type of game style. Um, but I, I'm kind of with you. I think, Charlie, I got to say one thing, bro. I I love North Carolina football, but I don't know if North Carolina will ever be a football school. So, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you in on the, on the bit, Justin. It, it was actually, and not that not that Tate and I want to take credit for this, but we're gonna take credit for this. It was it was actually it was a big brain play. Introduce the football school podcast, okay? Just light a little fire under the, under the basketball program, and then smash Shoot cut a couple months man. later, we beat yeah. Coach K twice in his during the yes. Melvin's farewell okay. tour. So, so, we gotta so you're, you're welcome. You're welcome okay. for that. And uh, so we yeah. gotta give y'all the credit then for that. Yeah. that it'd be but, nice to just okay. get a little bit of the credit. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. It kind of lulled everybody to sleep. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. many people, many people are saying that. Yeah, it's gone a long time, guys. The, the thing about Carolina football, too, it's like they're either going to sink or swim if they go to the SEC. So you might as well just get in the water and see how it goes. But we're all going to put on our commissioner hats and get to drafting. The only rules I had for this stake draft were that the teams you pick solely based on football and basketball success. So you don't have to worry about how these teams are doing in Olympic sports. Uh, I think you have to consider <laughs> how your teams play off one another so you could want to create new rivalries, bring back old ones, preserve current ones. And some people might want to go heavy football focus. Some people might want to go Big East style basketball approach. So uh, there's a ton of flexibility in the way you could kind of go about it. The draft order was predetermined off air. Charlie's going to be picking first, then in myself in the second spot, Justin's at three and then Tate's at four and it will snake back around. Interestingly enough, Tate had the decision what he wanted to do first, and he chose that fourth spot. So we're going to be looking to see what he does there. But, Charlie, you're on the clock, and for each pick, you can say your school that you're picking and a brief explanation behind uh, the thought process behind it. Yeah, I mean, I, Tate tried to kind of big brain play us here by going forward, which really kind of threw me for a loop. In my mind, I'm thinking we're on a North Carolina podcast. I want the number one overall pick, and it is going to be the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill because – what is there? What is there not to love? Okay, we've got we've got the location. We've got we've got the best best students in the world. We've got we've got the the best food in the world. We've got the best <laughs> basketball program in the history of college basketball. We've got uh, maybe a football school, up and coming football school. I mean, I, I don't. There, there is. I don't really need to elaborate too much uh, upon why I'm choosing the University of North Carolina with my first pick on this podcast. But that is obviously going to be the number one overall pick. I like it. I don't think anybody's going to contest that. Uh, the number two spot. My thought process was more starting today, which two teams do I think could win a national championship the quickest? And that's why I'm going the University of Alabama, uh, a dominant football program. Sneakily, I love Nate Oates and what he's doing in Alabama. And it's kind of like the enemy of my enemy is my friend and once Coach K started doing the stuff about wanting to back out and it was Nate Oates kind of defending uh, college basketball and calling out Coach K for uh, being uh, a bit of a hypocrite, Nate Oates had a fan in me. He was number one on my big board for the coaching search when Huber, when Huber Davis eventually got the job. But I'm going to go Alabama with that two spot. I think it's uh, a solid pick behind Charlie, obviously, with UNC going off the board first. Justin? Ah, okay. Well, I think my my first pick, I think if we're going off of like places that could possibly win 
and both. I'm going to go the University of Florida. Okay. I love that pick. Now, obviously, University of Florida, they've had their history of Tim Tebow, everybody in football. Basketball, they had the, what, three-peat or two-peat. But also, for me, it hits a little different. My wife went to Florida. So um, I have a little – I went down there for a weekend to visit her. It's a wild place, by the way. Um, And, uh, you know, it was – it's a cool, like, college town. Gainesville is a cool college town. Uh, Obviously, great place for football. Their basketball arena is actually pretty dope. They haven't really had a ton of success lately, but um, I think they're going to get back on track. So I'm going to go with Florida. Hmm. I like the Florida pick. I I think that was the team that I thought I was going to get there for. So my fourth pick, I'm going to take the University of Texas. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I don't really like the Texas fans. I think they're fair weather fans. I don't think they're good sports fans, but I like the city of Austin. I like the potential of Texas. I like the idea that I could always get the number one pick in basketball or in football. You know, I can recruit the top talent every single year. So, and I like burn. I like having a signature color. So I'm going to go with the burn orange and take Texas. You know what I mean? That I feel like North Carolina, that's one of the biggest selling factors that we have our own color. You know what I mean? So number one type pick right there with Texas. And then I'll snake back over and I'm going to take the national champions of football because this is a football decision at the end of the day, the university of Georgia. I love Athens, great college town, great fan base. Uh, if you've ever been to a game uh, between the hedges of Sanford stadium, you know, you understand what I'm talking about. So Texas, and then I'm going to take the Bulldogs. Are you, are you buying right now Texas because of the, the Manning coming? So it's almost like, like a buy low. I like Arch. I like, I like having a number one <laughs> pick. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, that's what we're going for. We're going for brand plays and uh, getting Arch Manning is a great brand play. Justin, back to you. This is going to be me. the uh, second pick of, of five. Okay, I think I'm going to. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Ohio State. Um, Ooh, that's a great pick. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ohio State. Obviously, their football um, last few years they've been pretty, pretty good. Um, <clears throat> basketball, they just had a few first round draft picks. Um, their fans are crazy there in Columbus, um, and I think the environment uh, would be a pretty, pretty dope place to be at. So yeah, I'm going to go with Ohio State for my second pick. It's the uh, the 2007 national championship in, in yeah. college basketball. We're gonna throw it back a little bit. Yes, yeah, so I think I think Ohio State, great pick. That was the number two team on my big board, knowing that uh, Charlie was gonna take them first. So uh, with it back to me, I'm gonna go out west, the bright lights of Hollywood. We're going to Westwood, UCLA, football. It's down. Football is down. But Chip <laughs> Kelly, eight and four last year, might be building something. And Beat then LSU. Have, <laughs> yeah. And then you have the basketball team who back to back Sweet 16 appearances. Mick Cronin, big Mick Cronin guy. Uh, very well could have been back to back Final Four appearances if they could have just got past North Carolina and Caleb Love going kind of nuclear. In that second half, they probably would have rolled over St. Peter's, kind of similar to how North Carolina did. So uh, I'm going to go UCLA. I had a team higher up on my board. Um, I'm just hoping they're going to get back to me. In hindsight, I might regret this. But, Charlie, back to you for two picks. 
Yeah, I, you, you teed that up, and I, it was a dagger to my heart because I thought you were going to take my number two team on my big board off, and, and you did not. So I'm obviously going to go with the University of Southern California here. Uh, fun fact, I grew up a Trojans fan uh, in, in Fresno, California. Loved Reggie Bush. Uh, so a little bit of a soft spot there. Got to go with that play. Got to go with the bi-coastal play. You know, we, we, we now have – we got both sides covered there. Uh, and I, I just think, I mean, SC obviously has, has a rich football tradition. I think in a lot of ways they've been hosed by Pac-10, Pac-12 sort of mismanagement uh, in terms of how they negotiated their media rights. And, you know, I think that really just kind of set them back, you know, post-Pete Carroll era. So I'll be very curious to see with them moving to the Big Ten. You know, I think things could change in a, in a big, meaningful way for them. Um, and then basketball's been good over the years. But I think this is, you know, adding a, a heavy football power here. Um, with my snake it around pick, uh, I have bad news for, for Justin and Taylor. We're, we're not getting rid of Virginia quite yet. And, and I have to really, if I'm going to commit to this bit, if I'm going to say we're getting rid of Duke, we're getting rid of state, we're creating new rivalries. Cause I, I'm clearly a Homer commissioner here. I'm a UNC grad. I'm doing, I'm trying to fluff my team here. I, I got to commit to the oldest rivalry in the South and say, that's going to be the new one for Carolina. We're really going to play play that yeah. one up and sell that one uh and so so yeah so i'm gonna go usc and virginia with my two hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition the two-way v4 gives you the tools to play at a high level learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com who invited this guy onto the podcast <laughs> <laughs> hey what'd you think about the the usc pick are you a andy enfield guy i you know look i love that andy enfield knows how to stay out of the press you know what i mean like he just stays out of the way he keeps getting his top players he gets evan mobley who i think is you know one of my favorite young players in the nba so he knows how to do things andy enfield you know he's figured it out and then lincoln riley i'm actually kind of worried about that he's going to the big 10 but in this fake conference that we're creating he doesn't have to go to the big 10 so i actually like usc in that sense so good pick charlie i like that <laughs> Uh, am I back up? Is it my turn again? No, it's uh, it's my turn for the third oh, okay, round. Okay. Yes, um, okay. The third round, the team that I thought Charlie would take in those back-to-back picks, but he didn't, still, still on the board for me, I'm going to take the University of Michigan. Uh, I mm. like Michigan. You get the Fab Five history. You get Jim Harbaugh. Maybe got over the hump last year, finally beating Ohio State and getting to the playoffs now. They kind of got ran out of the door the second they got to the playoffs. But I think you're getting a, a two-sport school that is equally as solid in football as they are in basketball. Um, so I'm thrilled that they were still on the board for me. Mm. Um, back to you, Justin, third round. Okay, so <clears throat> it might be a, a hot take. Um, but I think for my third team, I'm going to choose Clemson. Um, That's a great pick. I love, I love uh, – 
I love Dabo uh, as a coach, as a guy. Like I love him and how he handles things. Obviously, last year was a, a down year in football, but um, I think he'll get them right back up to where they need to be. And then basketball-wise, they're always kind of on like the like the brink of possibly making a run. Like they'll have like a huge win against us or Duke or somebody, and then they'll look like they have momentum, and then they'll lose to like Boston College or like. So I think there's there's possibly some you know something could happen there. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Clemson. Brad Brownell mm-hmm. always has them kind of pesky in in the yeah. ACC. Yep. Uh, Tate, back to you for back to back picks rounds three. And Ooh. Four. Yeah, I, uh, you know, this is one that I don't really want to make because I don't really like this program, but I do like one of their coaches, and his name is Mike Bray. So I'm going to go with the Fighting Irish, Notre Dame. I feel like it's a big brand on the board. Um, like I said, I'm making brand plays here. Uh, Texas is a brand play, even though I don't like their fans. Notre Dame is a brand play, even though I don't like what they stand for. Um, you know, but in general, <laughs> I, I'm okay with that in my conference. Um, and then this is going to be the ultimate brand play with my next team because they are literally just the brand themselves. And that's the Oregon Ducks. Uh, I want the West Coast. I want Nike. I want everything Nike. I want the uniforms. I, I want every kid in the country to want to come play because of how much swag we have. And uh, give me the Oregon Ducks there uh, as, as my fourth team. Love the pick. Char- Charlie, what do you think about – those picks back to back Notre Dame and Oregon coming off the board. Well, I hate to see it because those are those are two that were very high on my own big board. I would have loved mm. to pair up Notre Dame with SC, you know, to get that 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 yearly game in conference. That's a lot of dollars yeah. that are rolling into the Charlie Conference. Uh, and Oregon, <laughs> you know, you, you can't deny the the the, the brand play there with, with Nike. So I'm looking at Tate. I mean, Tate Tate right now is Texas, Georgia, Notre Dame, Oregon. Uh, I'm a little bit worried about the size of his media deal. It, it might dwarf mine right now. So uh, some good picks coming from that direction. Justin, it's back to you. Who are you adding to Florida, Ohio State, and Clemson? All teams that have kind of made uh, runs lately in football. Yeah, I'm. Uh, this, this is where it's, you know, I don't have as much expertise. So I'm just kind of going off of the eye test. Um, I think who I'm going to go with. Because I'm gonna be honest, Oregon was was my next team. So you just Ooh. stole it from me. Uh, but I think when I look at both sides of everything, uh, and I'm not a huge fan of them because I grew up an hour and a half away. But I think I'm gonna go with Texas A&M. Uh, oh wow, that's a, that's a good play. I like that a lot. Go with Texas A&M. Their fan base is it's almost like a cult. Like it's it's it how much they <laughs> they really love a And M. Uh, their football has been, you know, up and down. Um, but I think with Jimbo, Jimbo at the head, I think they might be okay. Um, and then basketball wise, they've had some guys. You know, they've had some guys come out of there, so maybe they can kind of turn it around basketball wise. So I'm going A and M. Yeah, if, if Jimbo sticks around there, no team has done better in in this new NIL era than Texas A&M. But if you ask Jimbo, the players are coming there. 
just because of how much they love College Station. It's, it has nothing to do with NIL, and it has nothing to do with why they were the number one class in this 22 class. So if he stays there for a while, I think they're going to turn it around pretty fast in, in football, and they're already a, a top 10 program when it comes to football. Um, my fourth school, who I'm adding to Alabama, UCLA, Michigan, I'm looking at my teams and I don't have much rhyme or reason for how they kind of all fit together. Uh, but I'm going to do a buy low move right here. And I'm going to take the university of Miami again, a ton of history. Maybe that's what we're going for history. We have UCLA, <laughs> we have Michigan, and now we we're adding Miami and it's a buy low move because of the NIL. Miami doesn't have anybody uh, no team in the country has somebody more front-facing in this NIL movement than Miami does with John Ruiz and his willingness to throw out money with Life Wallet or whatever his company is. And Mario Cristobal comes in like Mario Cristobal. Every year, it's is this the year Miami's back? This year might be that time when they're able to kind of bring players in through NIL. Uh, Jim Laranega is just a steady presence in for the basketball program. They're, they're getting players. Uh, Nigel Pack transfers in from Kansas State with a, like a two-year $800,000 deal. So uh, I, I like this move, getting Miami in round four. Um, but, Charlie, back-to-back so, picks for you. You're, you're completing your draft here for what it's worth. Oh, really? This It's a five-team? Five, five teams, yeah. Five teams. Um, okay, okay, perfect. All right. Well, this is now that that completely changed my big board. That's how we're throwing the big board out the window. We're going we're going full SEC flavor here. And we're also, of course, once again, we're catering to North Carolina as I'm a homework commissioner. So I'm going to grab Tennessee and LSU. I'm like, just give me some give me some football. Give me a nice little another football rival for Carolina and Tennessee. You know, give, give me a, a good game day tailgate experience where I can kind of, you know, walk around Baton Rouge and eat some gumbo. <laughs> so I, I'm that's that's going to top it off for me. I, I don't really know what I built here, but I'm looking at it and I, I kind of like it. I like it a lot. So uh, give myself an A plus draft grade here. That, that's that's a great way to cap it. All right. I'm going to conclude my draft. Uh, really know where to go here. I have a couple of options on the board. Uh, I'm going to try to shore up my the basketball side of my things. I think that's where um, the weakest right now. And I'm going to go with one of the biggest brand names for, for college basketball. Get some of that SEC. We're going down to Lexington. It's Kentucky off the board. Give me, give me Coach Cal and, and uh, Stoops. I like yeah, that. I, I like that combo. And uh, it's – I need a, I needed a strong basketball side. I think my strongest basketball side is probably UCLA, uh, but Kentucky kind of gives me that steady presence of who can I rely on to get eliminated in the first weekend of the tournament pretty consistently. <laughs> but uh, Justin, your last pick. All right, guys. Well, um, Charlie, I hate to break it to you, man. Tennessee, I, don't, I, I think they have a curse, bro. I think they have a curse. <laughs> what what I, type of what type of curse are we talking here? Dude, I, I don't know to be honest, but I have family. It's not so. NC State level curse, but it's up yeah. There. I have family that lived in Tennessee, and uh, <clears throat> they literally they cheer for him every season, and every season it's just like, what happened? But 
I'm glad you picked them though, because that just makes our conferences better, you know. So um, I think I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Florida State. Um I'm going to go with Florida State. Uh they've had um they've had a few guys basketball wise. It's they're kind of a weird team. Like like they always when I was there, they always had a, a ton of talent, but they could never really put it together. So um, you know, maybe they can get all that talent again and put it all together. And then football, I mean, they haven't been great recently, but it's still the Seminoles, you know? So it's like, you know, I feel like they have that brand of football already. So um, I'm going to go Florida State. Florida State, the Florida State pick, you keep the Florida State-Florida rivalry. You keep the Florida State-Clemson rivalry. Did a pretty good job of staying true to your footprint once you kind of got going with your draft. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bigger picture here. It's a bigger picture. <laughs> and then, yeah, that, no, I was going to say that one really hurt me. That's who I had on my board. Florida State was my pick because I was about to introduce the new Georgia-Florida State rivalry. Uh, but I, I guess I guess I'll have to give up on my dreams. Um, and I have to stick with the rivalry because I need a rivalry in my conference. I'm going to take Oklahoma because uh, Oklahoma-Texas – they have to stay together, no matter no matter how much they hate each other. They they seemingly do business together all the time, even though they apparently hate each other and they can't talk to each other. They're in a lot of business uh, meetings with each other. So here's another one where we can't leave Oklahoma out in the out in the out in the dry. So uh, here we go, Oklahoma, Texas. You're back together. That's my final pick. To recap the draft, Charlie, you got UNC, USC, UVA, Tennessee, LSU. How are you feeling about your conference? I'm feeling fantastic. I'd like to just go ahead and copyright the uh, conference name Big Five. Uh, I'll sort that out with the legal team that runs the now defunct sporting goods store at a, at a later date. But uh, we are the Big Five. We have a really odd footprint, but we're, we're, we're running with it. We, we, we love it. We're, we're going for it. My draft was Alabama, UCLA, Michigan, Miami, Kentucky. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't like my draft. I don't like my draft. <laughs> He's third on his cup. It's always a great feeling to come out of a draft, but uh, don't, don't love it. I went into this draft with a plan, and then once teams started going, I just started going best available. And my best available, they don't really play too well together, uh, where a lot of former great teams that are maybe just buying low that I could sell high eventually. But I do have Alabama. If there's one thing you can count on, it's it's Nick Saban in college football. Uh, Justin, Florida, Ohio State, Clemson, Texas A&M, Florida State. How are you feeling with your draft? You know, I feel I feel solid. I feel solid. I don't have a I don't have a I don't have a brand name yet. I'm gonna come up. I'm gonna talk with my people's or come up with one. Uh, we don't really jump you know jump the gun too early on that. We're gonna make sure to have the right brand and have it built out right. So. Um, but I feel good about it. I feel good about it. Tate, you had Texas, Georgia, Notre Dame, Oregon, and Oklahoma. How would you how would you recap your draft with your your best Mel Kuyper impression? I guess. I I mean A plus. Uh, love these guys. Love these programs. <laughs> Big time programs. You know that they're ready for the call. They're ready to do what they need to do. Um, and the name of our conference is the Fab Five. We are, we are taking that from Michigan. Uh, it is now ours. And if they ever try to do anything, we will sue them. So we are now the Fab Five. The, the outside looking in with some teams that, that didn't get picked, I guess, nobody opted to go like a Big East-style basketball. Gonzaga, Duke <laughs> left off. 
Kansas, Villanova, mm-hmm. UConn. Justin, was there was there any thought for you as the only one here that's played college basketball to go heavy college basketball with some of those teams? I mean, that that was I was looking more of the full conference, you know. So like, it'd be cool to bring in a Gonzaga, but they don't have football, right? Yeah. So like, it'd be great. So like, where is the money really coming from? You know, so you you look at like a Florida or a Villanova. It's like okay, they're bringing money in on one side, but totally empty on the other side. You know, so like I said, it's a bigger picture here. Man. That's why we haven't come up with a name yet. You know, it's it's, it's a long <laughs> got to make sure it's all right before we put it out there. And then, mm. then Charlie, a couple names that I had on my big board that uh, were left off: Baylor, Wisconsin, Ole Miss, uh, Auburn, Virginia Tech, Michigan State. Are there any teams that kind of jump out to you as? maybe should have got a, a longer look at joining one of our conferences. Yeah, I'll, I'll take you inside the inner workings of the Big Five selection committee here <laughs> and um, say that Ole Miss got a long look. Uh, you know, rich history, great tailgating tradition down there. Um, ultimately felt like LSU and Tennessee were better fits for the Big Five. I also say we, we were considering taking a page out of uh, Justin's book, Always Nice to Keep the Spouse Happy, definitely gave a hard look at Virginia Tech, Ultimately, just just missed the cut line there, but but the Hokies were definitely in the conversation. So if if the Big Five looks at expansion at some point in time, th- those two teams could definitely be in play. Tate, what about you? Who was on who was on your bubble? Um, honestly, I was pretty much at my wits' end by the end of it. You know what I mean? Like there were no teams that we won in our conference. We feel pretty content. We are not. We are like the SEC right now. We are not looking to expand. We are very happy. We are very content. Um, there are no teams on the outside looking in. I mean, maybe I would say Virginia Tech as like, uh, you know, to be nice to a fellow ACC program that's going to be in the Big Ten soon. But other than that, you know, you can miss me with all those other schools. Well, now we're going to leave it in the, the hands of the fans. We're going to put it up on a graphic. We're going to get inside Carolina's graphic team to come up with a graphic and let the fans put it to a poll. I will say oh, they're going to vote on this. I, yeah, we, I, we, I'm in a bad spot. This yeah. being voted on. I'm in a bad spot. This being voted on. I will say, Charlie, you do have the built-in advantage of having North Carolina. Yeah, That's Carolina. What I'm you gotta I, cheat. You I, gotta cheat. I think that. a lot of fans are just gonna look where's North Carolina and let me vote for that. Um, but I think you have that built-in one. Uh, but guys, just wanted to say appreciate everybody hopping on here and uh, thank you for got thank you guys for taking the time and doing this today. Great times. Appreciate y'all. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.